tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tonight, sanitation minister under intense pressure to resign or be sacked as anti-corruption campaigners call on the special prosecutor to conduct an immediate lifestyle audit after it emerged she kept a million dollars, other foreign currency, and several millions of CDs in her home. The Ghana Revenue Authority need to find out how they have made this money. Officer of Special Prosecutor need to do his lifestyle audit to find out how this people are able to get this money. The Commission on Human Rights needs to also find out whether the, 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 the minister filed, declared her assets. We are live in Parliament where MPs have been engaging the controversy and in the last few moments, we're hearing the minority have issued a statement on this. Also tonight, here on Top Story, minority demands an expedited parliamentary inquiry into leaked tape that exposed an alleged conspiracy to remove IGP and rig the 2024 elections. We call on this parliament to basically continue that investigation, independent investigation. And so the speaker had directed that we uh, nominate members who have already done that. We believe that that committee must begin work as quickly as possible. We have details as NIB questions former MPP Northern Regional Chairman Bugri Nabu. Is top story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. The Sanitation and Water Resources Minister, Cecilia Abenadapa, is tonight under intense pressure to resign or be sacked. In fact, in the last few hours, anti-corruption campaigners have been demanding that the special prosecutor conducts an immediate lifestyle audit after it emerged she kept a million dollars, 
other foreign currency and several millions of CDs in her home. Now, the revelation came to light in court documents filed by Madame Dapa and her husband after the monies were allegedly stolen from her private residence by her house helps. The accused persons are currently facing trial, but the court case has turned the spotlight on the minister. We'll take you to Parliament shortly and hear from the minority and anti-corruption campaigners. But first, Legal Affairs correspondent Joseph Akable has details from the court documents. And so there are two house helps of the minister, 18-year-old Patience Butre and 30-year-old Sarah Ajay. And there's also Patience's father, her current and ex-boyfriend as well, Benjamin Malik Dauda and Kweku Butre. They've also been arrested and charged. The claim of stealing is against the house helps, whereas the current ex-boyfriend and her father are said to have received various amounts of money, hence the offence of dishonestly receiving. So they were taken from her bedroom, the minister's bedroom, which she shares with her husband. We are told that in June this year, the minister discovered that some items and money had been stolen so she reported the matter to the police patients had earlier been found to have entered the room using a duplicate key she was arrested and granted bail but she went into hiding uh, together with her boyfriend she said to have rented a three-bedroom apartment at tamale for more than 100,000 cities as well as a store at a cost of 120,000 cities when she was arrested the police retrieved forty thousand dollars and more than seventy-two thousand cities from her upon on the second arrest. Uh, she's also alleged to have bought a house at a cost of $70,000 here in Accra at Amrahia and furnished it with brand new items. She also bought a Hyundai Elantra for her boyfriend and also gave her ex-boyfriend an amount of 100,000 cities and her father 50,000 cities. And so clothes valued at 95,000 cities in terms of what has been taken over the period. Mm. Uh, we're tapping over a period. We are told that we are looking at uh, almost a year uh, interval in terms of when the allegation was made and what mm. the investigation has uncovered. So clothes valued at 95,000 cities. Jewelries valued at... Um, at $95,000, then Kente cloth worth 90,000 cities and six sets of men's suits valued at $3,000, which are properties of the minister's husband. And we'll get more from court documents when we speak to our legal affairs correspondent as we begin to learn a bit more as this trial progresses uh, in court filed uh, by prosecutors following a report, of course, uh, from the minister and the husband. In the last few hours, however, uh, the former head of the Ghana Integrity Initiative, the uh, Ghana chapter of Transparency International, Vitus Azim, has challenged the special prosecutor, the GRA, that's the Ghana Revenue Authority, and the Commission on Human Rights and administrative justice to step in. He has been speaking to my colleague, Benis Abubedu Lanza. Well, it's not strange because uh, we've been having suspicions about these things. When the dollar was just going up, 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 people were suspicious that people were hoarding it. And so it's not surprising that one individual is keeping one million US dollars in his or her, her apartment. And you see, that is what is creating this problem for this country? That's just one person. What if we have five? What if we have ten people having that amount of money in their their their, their, their homes? Why wouldn't the city continue to lose value? And because the person is a public officer, we are concerned. If the person was not a public officer, we can say, well, maybe he's doing she or she's doing business and they're making the money. But if but because the person is a public official, it is of concern to us. What more should be done? to address these concerns that have been raised? You see, the prosecution is targeted at, at, at those who illegally took the monies. But now we need to investigate the owners of those monies and properties. 
and, and I'm saying that we need to do about three different types of investigations. The Ghana Revenue Authority needs to find out how they have made this money, whether they are doing business or they are gifts or their disposal of assets. And if they are, then they should be, be paying taxes on them. Then the, the, the Office of Special Prosecutor need to do his uh, lifestyle audit to find out how this people are able to get this money. And of course, the Commission on Human Rights needs to also find out whether the, 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 the minister filed, declared her assets when she came in as minister. And if she did, how much did she declare these things or not? If she did not declare, then the question is, how did she get this money during the last time that she worked, went to, to public office and today? Right. Finally, before you go, Shraj will have to be petitioned, but the president, former president, has asked if the president will do anything about this. Who do you expect to be champion in this investigation you're talking about? Well, an ordinary citizen can petition Shraj. But as for the president, I'm, 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 I'm afraid the president is not likely to do anything about it. The president may even come out and say, oh, the, the lady has done that wrong. It is a personal money. I want to bring in legal affairs correspondent Joseph Ekeblay, who's been following this uh, as it develops in court. And, and Joseph, pretty quickly on this particular matter, uh, prosecutors brought the case, but certainly it is Cecilia Dapai and her husband themselves who went to file this alleged case of theft. Yes, so the minister and her husband actually filed a complaint at a police station uh, once they have detected the initial incident. So they started this matter because uh, he got home one time and saw the house help behind the door in the bedroom. That is how come he, he decided to check and realize that those amounts of money have been taken and then proceeded to report the matter to the police who investigated the matter, effected the arrest of the five suspects and proceeded to file charges against them at the second court. And we're learning also a bit more about the uh, charges leveled against the house helps. Yes, so the two house helps, they have been slapped with a charge of stealing, whereas the other three individuals, we know that the other three, one is the current boyfriend of one of the house helps, the other is the ex-boyfriend, and the other person is the father of one of the house helps as well. And so those three, the charges against them is dishonestly receiving because prosecutors take the view that they were aware that these were proceeds of crime, but nonetheless, they took various sums of money from the accused person. Uh, when they were sent to court, their pleas were not taken, but they were admitted to bail. The first accused person, the Sarah, the house of she was admitted to bail in the sum of a million cities with two sureties. Uh, the sureties had to deposit their Ghana cards with the register of the court. The judge did indicate that the bail condition will be subject to review as uh, she was only seven as a relief judge. The other house of patients and the other three uh, two accused persons have, however, been remanded and remain in police custody as we speak. And, and Joseph, uh, Vitus Azim, uh, former head of the Ghana Integrity Initiative, had mentioned the subject of uh, Shraj getting in involved here to look at whether she declared her asset when she was appointed minister. You've been digging into this. What do we know? And so we know that she complied with the asset declaration uh, regime. In fact, uh, she first declared her assets on March 15, 2017, when she was first appointed to serve. And when she exited, she declared again on March 3, 2021. On a reappointment in 2021, she fulfilled the requirements of law on March 12, 2021. So with regards to 
the asset declaration regime she's complied in terms of the first term of this government and the second term as well. Uh, Joseph, thank you very much. I want to bring in lawyer uh, Bobby Bunsen right now. Also joining me is Dr. Richmond Etiahene. Gentlemen, please stay with me uh, for a second because in the last few moments, the minority in parliament has issued a statement. Kweku, uh, parliamentary correspondent, is with me right now. Kweku, who signed it? This is the minority leader himself, correct? Yeah, this is a post by the minority leader. He says, the sum in question amounts to a million dollars 300,000 pounds and millions of Ghanaian cities. We cannot overlook such a serious development that has the potential to undermine the very principles of probity accountability. Given the magnitude and gravity of this situation, it is essential that an immediate and impartial investigation be carried out to ascertain the source and legitimacy of these funds. I strongly urge the concerned minister to voluntarily step aside from the duties until the relevant state institutions have conducted a thorough and independent investigation into this matter. So that is how Atoforsen ends this press statement he has just put out. But also just in Parliament, some of his colleagues have been speaking, and they say that nothing short of a resignation or a dismissal will, be, will suffice in this case. She should be sacked. You think if, 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 if it was under NDC, that woman will still, in, will still be in office as we talk? No, 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 no. It's not be a matter of Madame Cecilia Dapar resigning. Madame Cecilia Dapar should be sacked. Simple. Why? Where did, where, where did she get that money? It's not, it's not just even Ghana cities. Where did she get that, get that money? And, and accordingly, the, the cities is in millions. We are not able to tell how many millions or how much cities that they took from the house. Millions of cities, euros, pounds, whatever. The woman should be sacked. We should find out how they should get the money. And before we do those things, she should be sacked. Just this morning, I read the, the news. And I think it's unfortunate because um, I, I am not much concerned about how she got the money. But uh, at his, uh, with this position, I think she should have deemed it right that such an amount should not be kept at home. Because we are even calling on ordinary people to put their money inside the banks just to also help the, boost the economy. So if you can hold over a million dollars in your house, I think it's a bit questionable. And this, I think, uh, to me, she, she should do the honorable thing. We'll definitely demand that the minister clears the way. And that will simply mean that she should do the ultimate thing by resigning. Otherwise, the president must compel her to resign. Uh, Bobby Bansing, he's a lawyer. Uh, Dr. Richmond Luciahene is a banking consultant. Both of them joining me right now. Um, Mr. Bansing, thanks for your time here on... Top story. Uh, we just heard there earlier from Vitus Azim, who used to head the Ghana chapter of Transparency International, suggest that the special prosecutor must step in. Is there any real legal basis for the SP to step in as the anti-corruption campaigner is demanding? Good evening, um, Evans, and um, good evening, Doc. Thanks for having me. I, I think that legally this is a matter that falls within the ambit of the power the special prosecutor. The special prosecutor has the jurisdiction to investigate not only public officials, but also private persons who work with public officials. And so in the fact that was narrated by your court correspondence, I heard that the complainants, I think, if I heard them right, is Madame Cecilia Dapa and her husband. And so the context of Madame Cecilia Dapa being a politically exposed person and her husband being in that capacity dealing with her, the special prosecutor has the jurisdiction to to investigate these matters. And the special prosecutor has the complainant. But they are allies. They don't need a complainant. They can investigate matters that they hear in the media. If they conduct and there's prima facie basis for thorough or further investigations, then they have the jurisdiction to take further steps. Now, beyond that, I, I, I recall reading within the powers 
of the special prosecutor to even freeze uh, what they deem to be tainted property. And then beyond the freezing, they can request the owner of that property to disclose the source of that property. And I think that it is something that may be explored by the special prosecutor in this in this circumstance, particularly when the person involved is public official. And um, I like like you said, there, there, there may be or there are a lot of private persons with that kind of money. I don't think that per se is the issue. But once you are public official and you have that kind of money that is not in the formal system, the formal banking system, then the perception that is raised is, is, is quite high. It, it's quite wrong. Particularly, you know, we are in the season of political campaigning, especially for her power. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, parties in, in power for flag bearership position. So some may ask, is this funds that is meant to 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 finance campaign or maybe okay this happened over a year ago. So where is it coming from? What is the purpose? Why was it not passed through the bank account? As it stands now, those are all questions that legitimately may be asked. And she, if she submits herself to thorough investigations and she is found not guilty, I believe that she would she would have the recourse uh, to, to, to having gone through a fair trial and then having allowed the system to work and coming to a logical conclusion. Mm. But if we do not investigate, then the perception would, would, would be, will still linger on, and it may not agar well for herself or her family, I mean her husband in this industry. It's just unfortunate that we find ourselves in the typical variation um, where we say a complainant turned accused, that she going to complain that she's a victim of, of, of stealing is not there being tried in the court of public opinion. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Banson, please stay with me. I want to bring in uh, Dr. Chiangene now. Uh, Doc, are there any rules in the financial sector against hoarding that much cash at home? I think I would get back to, I will start where the lawyer said. You know, under the Anti-Money Laundering Act 2020, Act 1044, there is a portion called the Politically Exposed Persons. And the lady being a politically exposed person, I think what the lawyer is saying to me is the a proper way of going about this. But to answer the, ma- the major question, the, currently under the Foreign Exchange Act, uh, 206 Act 723, there is no specific area that says that somebody cannot hold that quantum of money. The law, the act was not specific. But from from banking perspective, if such amount of money is held, 
it even affects the whole monetary supply calculation, M1 and M2. It makes it difficult for the whatever the Bank of Ghana say is calculating because part of the money is out of circulation and you cannot capture when you are calculating the inflation and what have you. And then the, and then the implication on the stability of the CD and its volatility over the yeah, last yeah. year. And that is is, is really there a relationship issue. between that and yeah, that the hoarding of very, cash? very important issue. When the CD go to 15-something, I had a chance to look at it. And people were talking about speculation. You know, speculation could have driven the currency from where it was to where it, it came back from. Because people anticipated that they were going to lose value of the city. So they decided to hedge in the dollar. And by hedging the dollar, they were protecting the asset. By the other words, they were actually destroying the local currency. So it's, it's all part of this currency problem that we have in this country. If such quantum of foreign currency is held out, just imagine if there are about 10 of them, then it means about 10 million dollars is held in homes. And the implication is how did this dollar came in? Either they purchased from the market or they bought it from somewhere and they kept it. And all these things affect the depreciation of the currency. So I think from where people are talking about, the most important for us is to know that, you see, as I said earlier, the lawyer has said it, the political, under the AML, the 2020 uh, Act 1044, it is clearly stated that people in such position can be, must be, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it needs to be final and because it has a serious implication on the economy. Serious, serious implication because uh, we cannot calculate the amount in circulation. <laughs> because the next time when people see that the money, the city is getting uh, stronger, they will go and sell the, the dollar and get the city. So, it makes the calculation of money supply M1, M2 in the economy very, very difficult for central. Yeah, I mean, I want to bring it back uh, back into the conversation, Bobby Bansing. Mr. Bansing, you've talked about the lifestyle audit, which the special prosecutor can conduct. Um, what will the fact that we also disclose that she actually has fire, has disclosed her assets as at the time that she, she became a minister and subsequently uh, to Shraj, uh, what will that do? If indeed the uh, special prosecutor decides to look into this, will it play into um, what the special prosecutor can do, and does that trigger any action from Shraj itself? I, I, I think this this falls more within the ambit of the special prosecutor's office. I think if the special prosecutor decides to investigate, and um, maybe the defense put up is that listen, these are funds that are raised from my business, and I declared. Properties. For example, he says that, okay, these are funds that were paid to me by somebody who bought my property uh, maybe that year. So the question is, okay, when you came into office, did you list this property as part of your asset? The special prosecutor may go for a court order for Shraj to make available the, 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 the disclosure asset declaration form submitted. If that property is listed there, then you go because the money laundering and the money laundering act not deal with only the person who receives the money, but actually the person who also gave it. So, for example, he says, okay, I received it, Kofi, or Evans Mensa, because Evans Mensa bought my property um, worth $1 million, and he decided to bring me the money in cash. Then you are exposing Evans Mensa also to investigation, because then Evans Mensa must come and answer, where did he get that $1 million from? Why did he cash? 
and not pay through the bank. And so I do not think that the fact that she had failed or submitted the asset declaration form will any way hamper or should any way hamper the investigation. In, in fact, when, when we checked, she, that she has actually complied with the asset declaration law and declared her assets. Yes, like I said, something that has happened post her compliance with that legal requirement. And so it's a matter of if, if she had listed that, oh, I have, I have $1 million that I've kept in my, um, 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 in my rooms for the past years. If it was stated, then, then perhaps that could be a diverse, oh, she had always declared she had that $1 million she's kept in the past 10 years. But if she had not, and then she now must explain, because if her source of income is only the money that she's paid to the public office or public purse, then can we say that a minister can accrue that kind of money within this period, or her husband, the nature of her business. Because like I said, because you read that the complainants were herself and her husband, it's likely that the husband may claim ownership, or it may be a contribu- joint contribution or contribution of some form. And so as it stands now, the only way you can get to the bottom of it, it's through an investigation by the appropriate authorities. Mm. Thank you very much, uh, lawyer Bobby Bansing. Thank you, uh, Dr. Richmond Nitiahene, who is a banking consultant there. Uh, this is a story that is rambling on with demands for the special prosecutor to step in. I'm pretty sure you have a view on this. Uh, let's continue the conversation on uh, many social media platforms. I see many of you already uh, commenting on this particular matter. Also, uh, uh, calling and supporting uh, the call for some form of an inquiry uh, for the matter to be laid to rest. This is still top story. Another big story we are following for you tonight. The minority in parliament, they are demanding an expedited hearings of the special committee set up by the House to investigate a leaked tape which allegedly exposed a plot to remove the IGP, George Akufo Dampari, and rig the 2024 elections. Listen to the deputy minority leader, Imano Amako Fibwa. If anybody had any doubt on the authenticity of that leaked tape, Yesterday in that uh, interview, our uh, senior Bugrinabu uh, basically cleared that doubt and basically confirmed that indeed that meeting took place and that that leak tape was authentic. Now, it's very, very clear. We also heard that uh, two of his secretaries, as the, the interview uh, told us, were picked up by the NIB. I think it's important that we revisit this matter this morning. One, we call on this parliament to basically continue that investigation, independent investigation. And so the speaker had directed that we uh, nominate members who have already done that. We believe that that committee must begin work as quickly as possible. Parliamentary correspondent uh, joins me in the studio right now, Kweku. So the 
They were asked to bring names mm. to constitute this particular committee. Do we know if they've done that? Yes, as of this morning, we can confirm that both sides have now submitted their three names appeased to the Speaker of Parliament, but he's not in town at the moment. And so both sides are reluctant to put out the name because they would have to confirm with the Speaker to approve of those names. They would have to also agree on that one independent person to come out of Parliament to join them to do this. They insist now that their job is much easier because what Bugri Nabo has said to confirm the authenticity of the tip means that they just move on with the, with, the, with the terms of reference that they initially couched. But they are also making some claims. We know that already Bugri Nabu says some persons have been arrested. They say that the police, the national security, and other state security agencies that are involved in this investigation must come out with exactly who has been arrested, under which circumstance, and what charges is, are, going to be, are, are going to be leveled against them so that the public can be well informed about the situation. It is also important that we know exactly what the police service is doing. We also must know what the interior ministry is doing. Now, we found out that two of the secretaries of uh, uh, Bugrinabu was, were picked up yesterday. Now, it is important that this investigation is thorough. And that means that all those involved in that leak tape involvement must be part of this comprehensive investigation, including the police officers and everybody else involved. We need to get to the bottom of this matter. And as I said earlier, and the reason why I brought this up, it had everything to do with the stability, our democracy, and our, uh, and our national security. And it's very, very important that this matter, if anybody had any doubt, there was something that, quite frankly, was not true. It has been confirmed that indeed there was a meeting, there was this discussion about a conspiracy to remove the IGP, and that must concern every Ghanaian, and we must get to the bottom of it. In fact, one of the real concerning matters had to do the discussion in that league tape about plans to interfere with the 2024 elections. This country must be concerned, and that's why we are re-echoing a complete investigation, especially now that uh, Bugri Nabu has cleared every doubt that the tape was authentic. Well, we've also been learning over the last uh, few hours mm. from sources close to Bugri Nabu and his lawyers what happened when he appeared before the nib today um kojo brace joins me in the studio with details of this what more do we know yeah so we know that he went in the company of his lawyers um he has not formally been charged it was a very uh, conversational meeting we wanted to know exactly what he knows about uh, you know the whole recording that that happened um so he told them what he knew about the matter because after all that's what they wanted to know so he had to tell them what he knew about it and um i mean a very uh, cool conversation that they all had there to ensure that uh, the nib knew exactly what bugri nabu knew about it we know that he's been speaking about this matter um, um uh, confirming that yes the meeting this, did happen it did happen and it happened in his presence they come to greet me and complain that you are because i'm a party member eh? i'm mm. a senior member of the party mm. they think that this is this going on this can happen does that mean that i'm the one who called them 
I mean, yesterday, uh, he actually also disclosed that mm. two of his associates were yeah. also picked up. Mm -hmm. In fact, last of the time he was speaking mm. uh, to Europa TV, he mm. was asking for help to find them. Yeah. What do we know tonight? So that? we know that, yes, they've been released, but they will be reporting to the NIB on a regular basis. Okay, and we also know that he hasn't been charged. Yeah, he has. He and has. this meeting wasn't confrontational. No. Uh, and, but his uh, associates, they've been asked to report regularly. Regularly, yeah, to aid in the investigation. And then that this meeting was not conf confrontational. They just wanted to know exactly what he knows about the recording. Okay, um, thank you very much. And this is definitely a story that we are mm -hmm. keeping a close eye on as it develops. And that's it for a top story tonight. Ghana Connect in a minute. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 